0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, and the accent is French, Francais. I want to start the show with this little story. So a friend of mine, Jason, got divorced about a year ago, and uh, wanted, you know, to get back into the wild game of dating, Uh, goes on an app, gets a a date, Uh, he's all excited, and last Friday or Saturday he went, and yesterday actually leave me a message i called him earlier today before i came here to the studio he said that he went on a date and the woman was 10 to 15 years older than her pictures and that during the date, she said are you disappointed you know i put more younger pictures so that i have more you know possibilities and he said "It's, it's not disappointed it's just that you know it's not what i was expecting so you know i think they had a coffee, and that was that. And he said, Why do you think people do that? I said, Because everybody's afraid of rejection and want to get more chances. But my advice, and that's the first advice of the show, is just I think you gotta be yourself, or otherwise, you're really reducing your chances to meet the right person. And if you have any questions about this or something else, call me 855 905 8255. If you want to share a romantic story with me, call the rendezvous 855 905 Bonjour, Nelly.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Nelly. Thank you for calling the rendezvous because I know you have a wonderful romantic story to share.
0: Yes. I I went on this amazing date, Mm -hmm. and it was just so romantic to me, so simple. Um, My boyfriend won this dinner to this really nice upscale Italian restaurant. And it was just very natural, but Mm -hmm. he was such a gentleman. And even though this dinner was pretty much free, it just meant so much that he would take the time to take me out and open my car door. And we had a three-course meal. It was this beautiful setting. The waiter, the staff, everybody was wonderful. The food was Mm -hmm. amazing. And I just loved spending time with him.
1: I like that. How did that make you feel when when that date happened? Tell me, how did you feel inside of your heart?
0: Well, I felt like I was special and I mattered. And it's like, you know, we enjoy the simple things and maybe it's just a trip to the grocery store, but like that quality time really makes a difference to me. And we're so busy with work and to set aside a night to just be together meant so much to me.
1: You said the magic words. He made me feel special. Well, listen, I'm so glad. Thank you for sharing. It's inspirational for all of us when we're in a relationship to remember those things. So thank you very much, Nelly, for sharing that story. I'm glad you, you had it and you could share it with me. Thank you and have a good night.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Feeling special. I mean, when was the last time somebody made you feel special? Let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous. When was the last time your partner made you feel special? Think about it. Try to remember. Because Nellie, my last caller, was telling me that story and the date, and I said to her, how would that make you feel? She said, special. And I think that sometimes we forget how important it is to feel it's all about us, the both of us. That's why we're so together, to feel special. Spending time with each other, quality time. And if we don't feel special, Houston, we have a problem. So I'm going to share a little story next, a personal story of how somebody made me feel very special way back when. That is coming up next. I'm going to reminisce a little bit. When was the last time a partner or your actual partner made you feel very special? I want to share that story and give credit to that wonderful ex-girlfriend of mine way back when. And um, I was playing tennis in my 20s, a lot you know, in college and all of that. And I was very nervous before every single match we had to play in the college team against other colleges. So I had this wonderful girlfriend called Daphne, the French name. And Daphne saw that one of my records was broken at the two I had. And without telling me, she changed the racket, went to buy a new one for me, and I know that because it was in my luggage. And then when I come to the court, there was three rackets, the one broken and two new ones, and I knew I didn't buy any rackets. So I said, what happened? And she said, there was a note on the racket, and it, she says, because it's you, parce que c'est toi, because I love you, parce que je t'aime, bon match, have a good game that made me feel very special. Daphne, I'll never forget you. You call that next 855-905-8255. Any question for me? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Claudia.
2: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Claudia. Welcome to the rendezvous. So you have a question for me.
2: Yeah. um, So my boyfriend and I have been together for about a year, and he asked me to move in with him, which I thought was really sweet. Mm -hmm. um but he his only thing was he wanted me to get rid of my dog because he didn't want a dog in his home and i've had that dog for four years and i love him so much and i told him that absolutely not i'm not getting rid of my dog and i feel like i should break up with him but i don't know if that's selfish of me
1: i see but i mean i'm kind of surprised somebody would ask you to move in once they know you have a dog and tell you to get rid of the dog that's very insensitive. But um, mm-hmm. in the past, was he allergic? Is he, he has a phobia for dogs? Is there any explanation to that strange request?
2: No, because, I mean, he spent the night over at my place, and I spent the night over at his place. His, his place is very clean, so I think it just comes from he doesn't want dog hair all over the place.
1: Really? But he doesn't understand that a dog is like a baby to you?
2: Yeah, and, I mean, I've had little Charlie for four years, and I, I love him with all my heart, and there's no way I could ever get rid of him.
1: I totally understand. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm it's you know. I just uh, my first reaction. I'm surprised somebody will ask that. But anyway, so to your question: Should you stay with him or uh, or break up with him? I'm going to go to your intuition. Okay. Um okay. Claudia, in your intuition, do you think you should stay with him now that you know that, or now that you know that you think it's you know a waste of time and you have to break up?
2: I mean, I my gut feeling says to break up because I feel like. I've always had dogs my whole life, and I love dogs, and I always want to have dogs. And if he's not okay with having a dog in the house, I don't know that I want to be with him.
1: I would agree. And I would agree that you should never betray your intuition. I mean, women intuition, what a tool of truth. So, you know what to do, Claudia.
2: Okay, thank you, Simon.
1: You're welcome. Good luck to you. Find somebody who's an animal lover, not an animal hater. Okay, Thank you, Claudia, and have a good night. Oof, I just got an interesting email from somebody who has a problem with a partner because of a car. That's going to be interesting. Stay with me. That's next. If you have a question for me but you can't dial in, remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what's going on with Valeria and her boyfriend? Valeria says bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Valeria.
2: My boyfriend and I are constantly getting into huge fights because he is a terrible driver. And when Ah. I'm in the car with him (laughs) and I try to help him, he gets furious with me. I try to not say anything, but if I feel like he doesn't see another car coming or if he missed a turn, I can't help it. He thinks I'm being controlling, but really I'm just trying to keep us both safe. Do you have any advice for us? Because this is really causing a huge issue in our relationship.
1: Now I get it. All right, Valeria. So what can you do when your partner is a terrible driver and that drives you banana? I'm going to tell you that next. What can you do if your partner is a terrible driver and every time you're in the car with him and try to help him, your partner gets furious with you? That's the email Valeria sent me causing huge fights into the relationship. And that happens in many, many relationships actually. So here's my advice. Instead of yelling at him or being upset my advice is offer to take the wheel because i always said like if we're cooking if we're driving if we're grocery shopping if we complain about our partner let's just do it ourselves right if our partner doesn't do a good job hey listen we're not going to change them so let's do it ourselves so my advice you valeria is stay calm and take the wheel and drive him like this you're in full control no more fights That's my advice to you. Good luck. Thank you, and you call the next 855-905-8255. If you want to share a romantic or love story with me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Faye.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Faye. You have a romantic story you want to share with me tonight.
3: I do, in fact, yes.
1: Good, go ahead.
3: Well, um, me and my husband, we've been together for 14 years, Mm -hmm. and it was a very um, dynamic when we first met. It was almost like love at first sight, but we fought a lot. We were fighting all the time, uh, a lot of disagreements, different personalities, and uh, we will, at the end of the day, look for each other, and we couldn't wait to be with each other, and we miss each other, but we fight and fight and fight. Love is not easy. Um, there was many times that I was so close to just give up. And, and, I mean, as much as I love him, you know, the fights were very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you always need that person to go to and that you feel secure in their arms. And I don't know. It's just like time went by and we just don't fight as much as we used to. I mean, just like every other couple out there, we, we do have our fight, but it's actually, I don't want to say perfection, but it has come to a perfection on, on my end, meaning it's just a disagreement. But at the end, after all these years, our love mm-hmm. was stronger and we were able to beat um, the disagreements oh. and fighting all the time.
1: That is a great lesson. That, that What you just said goes a long way because I think many people may think after a big fight or many big fights or that no one understands them or that it's the end of the world. And then we hear a story like yours, where you've been married for 14 years and look where you are now.
3: We are in a great position. So to everybody out there that's having a hard time with love, just hold on tight. Love is uh, takes a lot of work, uh, but it's very rewarding at the end. If it's true love, it will be extremely rewarding at the
1: end. I agree. You said the two magic words. True love. Faye, thank you so much for sharing that story. Congratulations on, on this evolution. And, and what a wonderful you know ending that now things are so good for you guys 14 years in. So thank you for this encouragement, this story, and have a good night.
3: Thank you so much. And I appreciate your advice and your show. I really love it.
1: Thank you very much, Faye. Et bonsoir.
3: Bonsoir.
1: Let's talk about fighting together because there's the right way of fighting. And then there is the wrong way of fighting together. So let's talk about that next. When was the last time you had a big fight with your partner? When was it? And how did it resolve, right? Because let's talk about fighting in relationships. We all at one point will disagree with each other. It's, It's just natural. It's healthy. And I don't know anybody, maybe except my parents, I've never heard them really loudly fight, but most people will have fights. And that's okay. But what is the wrong way to fight? Is to fight with hate. Fight to destroy. Fight to humiliate. Fight with vulgarity or insult and, or things that you can't take back. Fight to touch the weakest point of your partner. Fight to make your partner cry or feel like less than zero. But if you do this, at the end, you will feel like less than zero, full of guilt and remorse. So fighting is healthy, but only if you fight in a positive way. And that is what I'm going to talk about next. Answer this question, please. How would you want your partner to react from now on when you guys are fighting? And I believe it's to be heard, right? So it's okay to fight. It's okay to have emotions. We want to be heard. We want to be understood. We don't want a contest of who's yelling louder. And fighting positive is fighting aware, Was at the end of the fight. There's not one down, one up, but the relationship yourself is stronger because both of you understand each other better. And that's what I call a constructive fight. Even if it's loud, even if it's crazy, at the end, no one is humiliated. Right? Keep that in mind. You respect your partner, you respect your relationship, you respect your love. And that's a positive way to fight anyway you call us next on the rendezvous if you want to fight with me you can call me 855-905-8255 if you have a question for me about your relationship just call me 855-905-8255 bonjour celeste
4: bonjour simon how are you
1: i'm good welcome to the rendezvous how can i help you tonight
4: um i'm having a problem having feelings for the right person. Um, I'm in this new relationship right now, and this guy's really great. He respects me. He says he's in love with me. I feel like I love him as well, but I keep hanging on to hope that this other guy that I've been on and off with for about a year and a half will come around and finally admit that he has feelings because it really does feel like he has feelings. It just... um doesn't seem like he's willing to actually go all in to a relationship and be vulnerable. And, you know, at night I actually go to sleep and I dream about this first guy and I feel really guilty about it because the person I'm with is this really incredible person. I want to have feelings for the incredible person the way I do um, with the person who's emotionally unavailable.
1: Interesting. How would you describe the feelings you have for this first call, you know, toxic person for you? What are the feelings you're having?
4: Very chemical, emotional. Like when I'm in a room with him and we look in each other's eyes, like I get butterflies, he says he feels the same way. When we're together, it is electricity. But when we're apart, he's quickly able to um, not call me all the time, um, do his own thing and not really think about me too much.
1: Okay. Now tell me the feelings you have for the good guy.
4: The feelings I have for the good guy are not as electric. Um, However, when I'm able to stay present in the moment and just think about the person who's in front of me, the new guy, I start to feel uh, a little bit of that electricity getting going. So I feel like there's potential there. It's just this first person's in the way.
1: I understand. How often do you communicate with the first person?
4: Um, I've started to drop it off, um, but I would say once a week to once every two weeks.
1: Okay. I'm saying this because there is a saying I believe in saying, you know, bury the past to a kiss the future. That means that by you taking full distance from the first person will allow you to open up your heart and your emotions to the good guy. So it's kind of time for you maybe to say au revoir, bye to the first man that maybe is exciting but also intoxicating for you. And if you do this and bury the past, then Celeste, you'll have room to really enjoy the present man.
4: Yeah. Okay. That's good to hear. All right. Thanks.
1: All right, Celeste. Good luck to you. Be strong and start the distance as soon as possible. Thank you. More rendezvous next. Thank you so much. And I mean it. Thank you very, very much for tuning in tonight to the rendezvous. Thank you for making this this possible. I want to finish with a little invitation. If you want to, Share an experience of life when it comes to romance and dating and uh, a story you've never told anybody, or maybe you've told somebody, I don't know, but something that you want off your conscious or something that you feel we can all learn from. Reach out to my producers at therendezvousshow.com, or you can call and leave a message at eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five, and be a guest on my podcast, La Confession, where the truth is. West comes out. I mean, it. I th- I've learned a lot from listening. I've made a lot of mistakes myself. We learn from sharing. And so I really want to invite you to do this. If you feel we can all learn something or maybe you need my insight on something and you want more time than the calls we have to every night on The Rendezvous, you'll leave me a message for me and we'll call you back, 855-905-8255. Thanks again for listening. Et bonne nuit.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.